0: how Jesus was um, presented as the expected coming king right he was he was presented as the expected coming king the one who would uh, restore things as they are to be and John came preaching proclaiming repent for the kingdom of heaven as at hand and then what does he mean by that what does he mean your kingdom come there was a lot of confusion about that, who this Messiah would be and what it would be that they would do. Would he restore the nation of Israel? Would he be a king over the nation of Israel again? Would they conquer the earth? Would they at least conquer the land? What, what would that be? What would it look like? Your kingdom come. That is, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. realizing that God created everything and He created it good, and then there was sin that entered the world. There's this brokenness in the world. And this expectation that a king would come and the kingdom of heaven would come and there would be a restoration of all of the things that had gone wrong. All of the ways in which God was not acknowledged as God anymore, all of the strife between people, all of the sickness, all of the death, all of the sin would be done. And what Jesus is praying or instructing his disciples, his followers to pray is, let's pray, God, that your kingdom would come, that it would come completely we know that at the end of time, His kingdom will be all that there is. Everything else, all the enemy, the kingdom is here. Not completely, but in part. In fact, I would say that to, uh, as far as God's will is being done on earth in the same way that it's done in heaven, that is how far the kingdom has come so far. May it come all the more. May it come all the more. I I think that we could um, sum up the entire prayer in this. Your will be done. That would be the whole prayer. If you don't have time for the whole four verses or whatever it is, you could just come and say, Father in heaven, your will be done. I think you'd be on safe ground there. Your will be done. God, we want what you want. Why do we want what God wants? Why do we want what God wants? Because God wants what's best. Because God wants what's best. Yeah, God wants what's best for us. God wants what's best in the world. When he created the world, he said, this is very good. Now it isn't so much. There's sin now. There's all kinds of of things going wrong, people doing what they shouldn't be doing. People are not acknowledging God as God and they are not living as if He were God. But if they were doing His will, if His will were done all the time on earth in the same way that it is in heaven, that would be so good. If His will were being done, then we would understand that we are His children and that He is our Father. If His will were being done, His name would be hallowed. Everyone would know and hold His name as special and holy. If His will were, were being done, we would have all of the daily bread that we need. All of our debts would be forgiven and all of our debtors would be forgiven as well. We would not have any temptation. We would not enter into temptation and we would be delivered from every evil. So we can just circle that word, your will be done, and acknowledge, God, if your will is done, everything else is taken care of. Everything else is done. God, may Your will be done. And so I think that these next three verses, verse 11, verse 12, and verse 13, are really just particulars of what it would look like for God's will to be done. Give us this day our daily bread. God provide for our needs. We acknowledge that it's not just our effort that provides for what we for what we need. We're not talking about necessarily, God would you give me everything that I am going to need for today until I die so that I don't have any needs ever and I never have to think about it. It's just God would you give me enough for today. Would you give me enough for today? Would you take care of my physical needs? Would you take care of my financial needs? I think so much fits into this category that this is representative of. When Jesus says, pray like this, I don't think his thought is that we will just memorize this and recite it, right? These are not special magic words that if we pray these words, then we are religiously right, right? It's a pattern for us to follow. He's giving us this um, template, a highly packed template, on how the kind of way in which we should pray. So this is the kind of way in which we should pray. And in this category, give us this day our daily bread. I think he's talking about all of our physical needs. This is where we go, God, would you take care of me? I wish that I was so holy that I didn't have any physical needs and I could just worry about spiritual things. But God, I've got all this physical stuff. And so Jesus gets that out of the way first. First needs that I have, the first things that I'm concerned about is, God, would you give me my daily bread? Would you take care of my physical needs? It it may be uh, health problems or, or those. God, would you give me enough strength for today? Would you give me enough strength for today? That the physical things would not get in the way between me and you. And may your will be done in the area of my physical needs. And so we take the physical needs and we go, okay, we've we've addressed those, we've got those out of the way. Now what else? Next category. And forgive us our debts as we, have, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Okay, next category, this relational thing. Whew, that's a big one right? What's getting in the way between me and my relationship with God, but me as God's child, and he as as my heavenly father, the, the first thing that might get in the way is the physical needs. The second one, the emotional relational needs. I've got this debt that has to be dealt with. I owe people stuff, and people owe me stuff. Sometimes we owe people things because we borrow from them. We borrow from them and then we owe them. That's a, our debt. Sometimes we owe people things because we break stuff. Have you ever borrowed something from somebody and owed it back to them, but then you broke it? I have done that. I have done that. I, I, I broke it. Or I'm visiting their house and then I break it. Oh, I broke it. Okay, I owe you one. I owe you. Well, there, there's, that gets in the way of relationship. There have been times when I've had good relationships with somebody, and I broke something, and I went, oh, no, this is going to ru- ruin our relationship. And they've gone, no, this is not going to ruin our relationship. I'm not worried about it. But I'm worried about it. I'm stressed about it. They're going, really, don't worry about it. Can I pay you for it? No, I'm going to just forgive that debt. You don't owe me anything. We're cool. You and me, we're good. This is the way in which we need to relate to God. We broke stuff all the time with God. We broke that relationship. We broke the good things that He created. That's the sin. We we broke the good things that we created and we have not acknowledged Him as God and we have not acted within His will. We have not done the things that He wants us to do. And so when we go to Him, we go, God, I know... I know, God, that I cannot pay this debt that I owe. Would you forgive me my debts? And then this is this really scary thing here. As we also have forgiven our debtors. I don't like to pray that part. God, would you forgive me in the same way in which I have forgiven other people? I would like God to forgive me better than I forgave other people. That's just me. God, would you forgive me as I also forgive other people? I think this is here to remind us about the relationship, the reconciliation that needs to happen between us and God and the reconciliation that needs to happen between us and other people. And so he puts it in here and he says, okay, now you're going to go to God and you're going to pray for forgiveness in the same way that you're going to forgive others. So when we're in this place of prayer, we pray, God, would you forgive me? And will you help me to forgive them? There's this thing, God, God, there's this thing between us, I'm holding the grudge. I need to forgive them. Sometimes the thing is the other way. They they I, I really owe them and I need them to forgive me. God, God, can you help restore this relationship? but this category is the relational needs. Lord, would you help us to be right with other people and help us to be right with you? And then verse 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, you're taking care of my present physical needs. You've taken care of, through the death and resurrection of Jesus, you have taken care of my sin debt against you. Right? As Christians, that was what we we believe that not only are we to pray that God would forgive us our debts, but that that's why Jesus came. He came to deal with those debts, He came so that we might be forgiven. He came so that we might be adopted as children and call God our Father. That's why He came. He came to deal with that. That's done, but now I still, even though I'm a child of God, even though I have been forgiven, I am still tempted into sin. I'm tempted back into that debt owed to God. I'm tempted to wrong the people that are around me. I'm tempted to break stuff. God, lead us not into temptation. God, would you guide me? Lead me? Lead me on the straight and narrow way. Lead me in the paths of righteousness. Let me sit down beside the quiet waters. Guide me, shepherd me, care for me. Keep me away from the temptations. Those things that would distract me or pull me away. Those evil things, those evil forces that want want to pull us away, draw us away from the goodness that is the relationship that we have with our Heavenly Father those things that would entice us into sin. Oh, wouldn't you, wouldn't you prefer this? I really think God is not coming through for you on that, but this thing would. You're so unhappy over there with God, this would be much better. It's those evil temptations that seek to draw us away, and so the prayer focuses us and says, God, I have these spiritual needs that I not be drawn away from you. Would you address my spiritual needs that I might remain faithful to my Father who is in heaven? And after this, he, he simply says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. We're going to need help with that. If there is a link between my sin and my holding a grudge against other people and God's forgiveness of me, we're going to need help with that. (sighs) Deep breath. Help me to forgive, God. Help me to forgive. And so he goes through this whole thing. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.